Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. My American Global Awakening to the New World Order. My American artificial intelligence Lord, My American Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Yo, yo, yo. Woo, happy Monday, everybody. Gregory, what's going on, man? What is going on, gentlemen? Not much, dude. Had an early, early morning today uh, for a Monday. Mondays are always tough. I know you said you like Mondays. I don't love Mondays because it's like, you know, you had a long weekend <laughs> and uh, it's yeah. hard, to, hard to get moving. I got up at like 530 this morning, which is early for me. Yeah. And I uh, went out and our, our friends got into town last night. Yeah. I mean, Opticus, the yeah, band. Opticus, uh, the band. Well, I mean, they're, they're our friends first. But they're our friends They first. Uh, do their music, Opticus, and they're in town to do some recording. Yeah, and, dude. Uh, we actually live in their fucking... What they their dream? They're like their dream yeah. is to get into a big time studio, and they finally did. So I had no idea, dude. I, Greg, we haven't even got a chance to tell you, but like last night we dropped them off, and and, and they are going to the studio. It's called the Machine Shop, and the guy's name is yeah. Gene something or other. But he's uh, dude, he's a big dog, bro. Seriously, yeah. like he's uh, I mean, Lamb of God recorded their albums there. Clutch was just their recording. Crowbot's been their recording. Like he's done all these big records. He did White Zombie records. Like he's done like, all kinds of shit. So we go in the studio and it's this awesome barn. Yeah, that he, he's transformed. he took a, a whole barn and converted it, the whole thing, into a music studio. Yeah. So like, is it is it kind of like a Texas neighbor? <laughs> no. You remember how Texas? Okay. No, it's. I mean, it's not. It's a. I mean, it's a legit studio. It's I a. Mean, it's like you walk in and it's got huge like echo boards like the, yeah. the shit he has hanging the ceilings are 20 feet tall yeah dude it's uh wow. it's really like all wood inside it's beautiful uh and he's got we'll this to check it out online or something. you should uh, i actually was just watching uh there's some videos if you look up like it's called the machine shop uh i believe is what it's called but um fit for an autopsy like they do a live video there crowbots have a live video of them performing there um it's it's just a really and the guy's super nice bro super cool dude super cool guy um you know, just friends with some like big people, and and so those guys are, their goal is to they wanted to go into a studio because uh, our buddy Tex records and he mm-hmm. records all the music and he does a great job, they're great sounding, uh, but they wanted to go to a a big guy and actually have a record, a couple of songs done that was as professional as it gets, yeah, and see what see what they can do because they're going to help produce them too and kind of well, and I I bet Tex is going to be like a fly on the wall oh. there and just kind of watch what he does. You know what I mean? Yeah, he already was, bro. <laughs> like, we, oh, we yeah. hung out last night for a little bit. We dropped him off, and we ended up hanging out for maybe an hour, hour and a half. And uh, they, I mean, yeah, Tex is going to lap that stuff up and just learn as much as he can. So, well, Alex. Alex does that stuff, too. But just a really cool, and they got Airbnbs down next to the studio. It's a very cool, but it's out there. Like, it is out in the in the middle of nowhere. Uh, just past Dripping Springs, and it, it's a it's just a beautiful spot, and uh, deer everywhere, and it's just gorgeous, man. Yeah. So, so uh, shout is that out to West West Texas, or uh, yeah, it's farther west. Well, it's west. It's of about Austin. Uh, 
like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, like west of where our studio is. Yeah, probably about okay. yeah, 25, 20, 25 or so. It depends on the traffic, really. But 20 yeah. minutes, fair enough. It's like 30 miles outside of Austin. Yeah. Uh, but regardless, uh, we're super excited for them. Yeah. And, uh, Shout out be- to them. If you guys want to go check them out on YouTube or whatever, their Opticus, o- Opticus group is their, is their page. Yeah, they got some songs up there, and uh, after this week, I imagine they're gonna have some even uh, some two new songs. They're doing two songs, yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna sound great. There's no doubt about it. They're gonna sound amazing. So, go give them some love, dude. I got them tattooed on my wrist because that was the old band I played with. So I love these guys. <laughs> it was making me a little bummed, dude. I got you know how it goes, Greg. Is that, well, hold on, Dave. Is that the wrist that you masturbate with? No, nope, that's my lefty. Oh, <laughs> this yeah, is a okay. special wrist. Uh, this comes out on special occasions. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, I do. But you want to feel like it's someone new. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know how it goes, Greg. Like, uh, you know, playing in a band, like, and I played with them. Like, you know, I'm not involved with the band anymore just because we do this and we have families and stuff now. But uh, when I went into the studio, there was a part of me that was just like, damn it, I wish I could be recording with these guys right now. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it, yeah. I wanted to get back to that. But because being in a studio is, a, is always a cool feeling, especially when it's somebody you know just you know, knows everybody and, and just murders on records. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's going to be cool for them, dude. But hopefully we get to see them over the week. I think they're going to have a pretty loaded schedule for the next four days, so I don't know how much we actually will. And I don't know if Al is going to be able to actually be here or not. But either way, uh, it's just nice to see a familiar face, you know, for even an hour. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It was, was really nice. So, and uh, Greg. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't wait to hear that shit, dude. It's, it's going to be, be cool. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be real good. Um, but anyways, yeah, Greg, you're going to be here. And hopefully in a couple months too, uh, and that's going to be even better. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna, it's going to be nice to yeah, see you in person. So we'll have to build this oh, yeah. build this up here because I know you like to spread those legs. I got to get this chair up a little bit more. <laughs> Dude, yeah, you got to give me some wiggle room. You know what I mean? Oh, you're going to have wiggle room. There's no doubt. Uh, but anyways, yeah, man, you're driving. We're chilling. It's a Monday, and just so you guys know, uh, we will not be doing brass tacks today. No. Uh, we're just not. I, we had to do that stuff this morning with the guys. Uh, so no episodes up on Patreon. I'm sorry, but we'll make it up to you and put maybe some extra episodes up tomorrow or something. Uh, and we did do a part of my reaction today, which we are. I was absolutely enthralled with. So if you guys want to go check that, that's yeah, it's, it's a weird word. I don't know why I said that, but uh, it's sleep token is summoning. That, enthralled was the word that everybody used. Remember back in the day when you could like put an emotion. Or put a word on an emoji. Mm. It oh. was like on MySpace or something. Oh yeah. And everybody, everybody chose enthralled. I don't remember <laughs> that. Like, I do remember that. Yeah. I don't, but that makes sense. <laughs> I remember that. Do you? Yeah. Man, that was like enthralled. maybe that was deep in the old brain that that just popped out, and uh, that's what we used to say. I, I don't remember doing it, but maybe. But I feel like it was used as like you were pissed. No, it was like I'm super excited about something or like intrigued by something. Oh, maybe I'm I very maybe, focused. Maybe I used it wrong then. <laughs> <He's> just, <laughs> I get it. No, the the band was Sleep Token and they were absolutely it was a, a really cool ride. That's all I can describe yeah. it as. It was all over the place and it was a fantastic song. Uh, that'll so, be later up today. Yeah, that'll be up today or later today and if you guys want to go check out Partner Action, we just hit 1000 this weekend and we're at 1010, 1050. I don't even know where we're at now, but so we're growing it. We appreciate you guys that do follow it and our listeners that have gone and check check that stuff out, and uh, we enjoy doing it. So if you like that kind of stuff, go check it out. Help support the show even more. So And then, Greg, you got some juice coming this week, don't you? Uh, strange sauna-wise, yes. Yep. Um, so Payton, the Patreon supporter, yep, was able to get on a Zoom call with her, and she's been diving into this 
Idaho murder, this quadruple murder that happened. And I know we kind of had a, a short episode about it, uh-huh. you know, but there's so much detail to this thing that it is freaking insane. And, and like more information still coming out. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Peyton and I had a great episode. I'm editing the hell out of it right now. I'm actually, I said this isn't going to be edited that much. This is probably one of the most edited videos I've done. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Because there's so so much detail. There's so much information that has to be like shown. And like, Mm. you know, as far as video. Uh, um, Clips Things from articles. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's just so much detail. So, and... That's what I'm into, bro. I'm yeah, into freaking editing and stuff. So I want to make the videos fun to watch. So, yeah. oh, dude, I'm sure it's, it's gonna, gonna be awesome. Kind of like yeah. a mini documentary type of thing. And is that that's coming out on Wednesday, right? Yeah, that should be out on Wednesday. Nice, dude. Yeah, well, we're excited about it. It's obviously an interesting story and something that's kind of gripped a lot of the nation for yeah. the past couple of weeks. And uh, and we're just beginning the trials. You know, going to be happening and. I guess he's clammed up now, and he won't say much anymore. Where he was pretty, oh yeah, yeah. He seemingly, I guess, was pretty vocal and smiling in court, and I, I guess he shifted it a little bit. So, but I, I mean, whether you know he's found guilty or not, like he's definitely a weird dude. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how else to say it. He's definitely a weird guy. So, well, well, yeah. I mean, so I mean, Peyton was awesome. Um, she's going to be back on. We're going to do like a follow up eventually. I don't know exactly when. Yeah. Um, you know, just when things come out because. There's there's so much details that are still pouring out, dude. Yeah. No, I hear you. So, yeah, she'll, she'll be back on eventually, and then we'll uh, do a recap on it. That's good, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we're excited about that. Now, obviously, that's Patreon exclusive. If you guys uh, haven't got a chance to go over to our Patreon, we're trying to get as many people over there as possible. We're putting a ton of extra content up there for everybody through Bra- Brass Tax episodes, through your uh, Strange Sauna, also the Colin Show, the Zoom party at the end of the month. Tons of opportunity to, to talk with us, to have more interaction with us, and also – to get some cool articles uh, and some deep dives in the uh, occult and the other stuff with Strange Shauna. So there's a lot of options and variety, and uh, it helps our show out tremendously. So yeah. please go check that out. Uh, as far as today, um, I mean, I got a couple articles that I think are interesting. I know one of the big ones, it's not big, but it's it's interesting news, and it has to do with the shooting that happened uh, over the weekend uh, or the end of last week, I believe it was. But it's a, a Virginia teacher, Abby Zwerner, who was shot by a six-year-old, bro. I mean, a six-year-old yeah. as she tried to confiscate the gun. And uh, this is kind of, huh. it's a heartbreaking story because um, we have there's this article, and then there's a, an article that came out today, which for some reason we were kind of laughing about because there was this gal that like, has her picture all over the front. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, who is this? And it's just the mom of, of one an, of the students. Of another kid. But, you know, she's an attractive woman. I think they're just kind of putting her out there because she's, uh, she's, you know, she's an attractive woman. Uh, but she was saying <laughs> someone someone was shot. Look at this hot chick. Yeah, I, I mean it's weird. Basically, that what what it looks like. I mean, she was a the mother of a kid that was also in the class. Who? So they just put her on the front page. <laughs> well, because I looked at, her, I was oh, like, boy. oh, is that the teacher? But no, the teacher was this blonde Dude. gal. And so that that reminds me of the bass player from Fallout Boy. They just put his face oh. all over everything. You <laughs> yeah. know, he's not the lead singer. Pete Wentz, bro. <laughs> Pete Wentz was like the uh, yeah. yeah man. He was like all the girls liked him, so oh, they yeah. just they used him. You know what I'm saying? As as the face, but uh, I'm not saying that's what they're doing. It's it was just kind of weird that they were highlighting. Now maybe there's more to the article that we didn't yeah, catch because we just kind of skimmed through it. But basically, what happened was a first grade teacher in Virginia was shot by her six year old student um, when she was confiscating a gun from the child. Um, and it said that, quote, she was going to confiscate it, and that's when he shot. 
Uh, so she was only 25 years old. I mean, beautiful young woman who's just starting her career as a teacher. And uh, the last thing you expect is a six-year-old yeah. uh, to, to have this happen. Uh, the six-year-old yeah. has been taken into custody, which, hmm. I mean, at that age, we're talking about some, like, weird things. Like, having a six-year-old in custody sounds so weird, right? Like, my daughter yeah. is six. My middle child is six. Like, you imagine her in jail? Like you imagine her like shooting a teacher? Yeah, the the he says the six year olds in custody and police chief Steve Drew said uh, resulted from a fight and was not an accidental shooting. Yeah, which is oh shit. I mean, which is kind of hard to believe for me, so, honestly. So like, so I, she just got raged and like brought a gun to school and shot her teacher. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm well, sure we'll say farther down here, so, but I, I imagine if you're trying to you try to grab something from a six year old, they're gonna try and pull it back from you. Yeah. Um, right. So, it, saying it wasn't an accident. I now, granted, we don't know all the details. No, I know right some now. other details. So, the last article that I read about this said that the student, uh, I don't, I, I'd have to. Maybe it says in here, but days before or a week before, threatened, brought bullets to school, mm. threatened to bring a gun to school. Uh, so that's what I think mm. they're looking at the history here. Um, it said, uh, and, and also uh, the the gal, um, her name, what was her name? A- Abby's Warner. Apparently she, I mean, people are hailing her as a hero because even after she was shot, she was uh, dictating or telling kids where to go and to get to safety. Yeah. Um, so even as she was in a traumatic situation, she was still like thinking of her students, which is everything you expect from a teacher. Uh, and it's amazing. Um, but does it, if you go up a little bit, does it say, um, it says he normally sleeps in his own room, but the, oh, so this is the the other mom that they're talking to and they're saying the students were traumatized, obviously. I mean, yeah. you're six and you see your teacher oh. get shot. Um, but yeah, there was, um, go ahead. So does it, does it surprise you that this happened in Virginia where they had like the Virginia gun law thing? Like a couple of years ago, there was a huge gun control bill that either was passed or was being voted on. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't want to say that like, well, no, but it just seems like all of these shootings, these weird shootings, they focus on these stories because I think these weird shootings happen way more than people think. And the news decides to filter and scope in on specific stories because well, of gun laws. Yeah. And try to focus that and be like, oh, look, we need to we need to make guns illegal in Virginia. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think the news definitely picks and chooses what they report on. Definitely. Yeah, but a six year old shooting sure. a teacher and killing her is it's not shocking that that made news, you know? Well, no, but but what that tells me is the parent didn't have control of that weapon. And no, they didn't yeah. lock up their weapon. So they're going to they're mm-hmm. going to focus on that, right? And mm-hmm. that's going to be another gun law that they want to vote on. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And, and and to be fair, I mean, to be real fair, like there's a problem if your 6-year-old has access to a gun that is not protected, yep. that is a problem. But no, I mean, legislation, I mean, we already have certain things where it's your responsibility to lock up your weapon and to have it in a, in a safe place that is not accessible to children. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, like what law do you make? Like, the at the end of the day, I think there's going to be a lot of responsibility put on the parents in this one. I mean, there's there has For to sure. be. Well, now, let me ask you this, because I know people that are like, well, don't, they don't be they're not exposed to guns enough. And this was the problem is the kid saw an opportunity to, to snag something that he thought was cool and like this 
shadowy thing that he shouldn't ever see and touch. Mm-hmm. And so he took the gun. He, I'm assuming it's a he. It might have been a girl, little girl. I don't know. I think, yeah. But they chose to, to steal this gun because it was like a cool thing to do and it was naughty. But I think that if you raise your children around guns mm-hmm. and let them know the dangers and you show them the dangers mm-hmm. and you just you expose them more to what weapons can do to living things, then they would respect the fuck out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the principle of like, you know, obviously some people do in this country and some don't, but like taking your children hunting with you, having them around firearms and trained in firearms at a young age, when, when especially if they're hunters. We see a lot of videos of like, fuck, five to ten year olds shooting deer and sit with their father. Yeah. And it's like when you shoot the gun and see the animal fall and you see, and like I, I've seen really heartwarming videos where the kids are crying a little bit uh, when they go up to the deer. Uh, because they know that, you know, there's, it's a life, you know, and they, they, they do understand that. Uh, and they kind of cry, but it's part of the process of like, Hey, you know, like we're going to use this for food, but it also shows them that this weapon can take down something. Yeah. And so there's yeah. a little bit more sense of reality when you're around it and you understand, like you were saying, the consequences. Now in this one, in this article here, it talks about the prosecutor and he quotes saying as a practical matter, it would be next to impossible to prosecute a six-year-old, no matter how serious the crime is. Uh, he cited the infancy defense in which people under seven do not have the ability or mental state to form the intent to commit a crime. The biggest barrier presuming the prosecution could overcome that is all defendants have to be competent to stand trial. Yeah. And so it does bring up a question of does a six-year-old fully understand life and taking life and I would say in most aspects, probably not. I, yeah. I don't think my six-year-old understands well, death and life in the same way we do. So now I'm seeing an opportunity here, okay? Now, if I'm like a, a criminal, I'm going to train six-year-olds to rob banks, okay? Because mm. they can't get prosecuted. So I'm like, okay, little kid, mm. take this gun, go into the bank, get as much money as you can, and then give it to me, okay? Mm. And then if you get caught, you're not going to you're not going to prison. I mean, come on. Yeah. The infancy clause. Well, to your point that you made a little bit ago, like this could stir up some stuff because if the child cannot be prosecuted because of the age, which which I kind of understand to an extent, it does say here, uh, Block noted that an adult could face misdemeanor charges if the pistol came from a home where the child lives because under state law, guns must be secured from children under 14. Misdemeanor. Yeah. So yeah. that's the, that's where like shit's going to get really weird is if the child is let go and the parents only get misdemeanor charges and she passed away, like you're going to see people who are going to want to change the law that maybe the misdemeanor is not big enough. Maybe that should be a felony. In the case of a death, it could be a felony charge. And and, and I'm I'm not saying I don't completely disagree. Like if you were a parent who does not, if you have children in the house and you're not taking precautions to make sure, because let's not talk about just this. Like kids get guns from unsecure locations. They shoot their friends. They shoot their parents by accident. They shoot themselves by accident. So yeah. like it is really yeah. important in just basic gun safety to have that shit locked up. And if they aren't, maybe you could make the case that misdemeanor is not enough when it comes to a death. Dude, you could, I, I, felony's probably not enough. You know, you could be like, hey, I want to charge them with murder. I mean, they're 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 guilty of murdering my son via yeah. proxy or you know murdering a, a teacher or whoever yeah it's a it's a wild i'm case. not saying i agree with that but i'm just saying i could see that yeah i, 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 I could, could see, see him coming up with like like a 
like a felony negligence charge or something like that. Well, yeah, it really comes down to like how negligent were the parents at the end of the day. Uh, did the kid yeah. happen to see the code at one well, point and, and, and understand? And we it? don't know. Like, it, is this kid like well versed in fucking handling we- handling weapons? Like, are, are they that kind of family where he just he's comfortable around it? He knows how to use them and all that kind, all that kind of shit. That gets in a weird spot. And, the, and then that is an even weirder thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just because. Well, um, did you see that there's new legislation in Colorado to ban firearms? It is literally it's going to ban every single firearm. No, <laughs> like, I did not. The the wording in it is so strict. Um, I didn't really get a chance to look at it like in depth, but from what I could tell, everybody's like, "What the? This is literally every gun. You mm. want to ban every gun in Colorado now?" Mm. So there's this there's a push to you know we always go through these uh, ebbs and flows of gun banning yeah they come and now in it looks like they're gonna be yeah it looks like they're gonna be going back into another gun ban well, this is uh here. from january 3rd axios denver colorado democrats press for tougher gun laws after club q shooting and then it says the legislation under consideration includes a ban of purchase of assault style weapons tougher regulation on untraceable ghost guns a waiting period to purchase firearms increase the minimum age from 18 to 21 to buy rifles and shotguns and then, uh, yeah, I mean, it goes on a little bit more, but but I mean, what's what's an assault gun? You oh, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Two, the, two the de- definitions of things definitely have to be. Like, there is no such thing as yeah. an assault gun. There, guns are guns, and uh, assault is just a word that they add to the mix to make it sound more violent. I mean, everything's an assault. Something you know, we we've I, I know exactly. We've, it's been mocked over and over again, but like a chair is an assault chair. I mean, you could throw a chair and <laughs> yeah. knock somebody out. You can, I mean, a, a hammer is an assault hammer. Uh, it's everything. An assault vehicle. Ex- yeah, that's what it is. I mean, I've seen somebody, uh, Ted Cruz was, uh, he had uh, assault cans thrown at him at a parade. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's it's anything that, like, can hurt someone is now an assault something. Uh, so it's poor oh, language. Yeah. But, unfortunately, a lot of the country buys into that language, just yeah. like they buy into the nonsense of other languages. So. Uh, Denver is Denver though. Like that's not shocking. Colorado, very, very blue. Uh, and unfortunate because it's a beautiful fucking state, but man, uh, there, there are laws and shit there. Ugh. It's wild. That's what I hate. I hate that like all of the good weathered states, I mean, cause California is pretty awesome except for right now because of all the storms and shit and the flooding. But I mean, if California was red, everybody would want to live there. You know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, because there's, the weather, it's nice, but like there's fires all the time, you know, well, everywhere. That's because it's like a, that's a money grab, dude. Like we, they don't have to have fires as much as they do. You're, they just you're don't right. Take care of it on purpose. You're right. I mean, it's dry. It's a very dry place. They have droughts like a motherfucker, and that all of it you could argue is self-made. But I'm saying droughts, fires. Now you're got flooding. San Francisco's fucking flooding. You know, water's coming in, and that's. You know, that's just chance shit that's going on for sure. But you're right. California is like a pretty state. Uh, if you were to take away all the homeless and everything there and the people, uh, it's pretty It's pretty beautiful, man. Colorado is gorgeous, bro. I mean, I love yeah. Colorado. It's an absolutely beautiful place, and it's just, uh, you know, it's just a very liberal state. And for the most part, that's fine. It's just I certainly wouldn't want to – I certainly wanna, wouldn't want to have my children there personally. You know what I mean? In some of that area. Because I don't like what they do with the schools and shit. I don't like some of the, the legislation. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, Florida's, 
you know, hot, beautiful too. You know, and that's red as shit. It's on the opposite side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> California's not good enough. Go Move to Florida. Florida. <laughs> Texas is warm, you know? Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of states that are that have nice weather, you know. Um, what about Brazil? Brazil has nice weather too. Oh. But they're but they're getting a little crazy, aren't they, Dave? Yeah, we have that. You sent that over. Uh, it's where's the article for that? The Brazil stuff here. Um, seems like they're. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to be careful with how we word this. Yeah, there's been a lot of people. Oh getting, yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, this is from Gateway. It's enormous crowds, tens of thousands of Brazilians descend on Brasilia, storm the Congress, shots fired. Mm. Um, I mean, they're well. So what? What I want to know is because this looked exactly like Jan Six, right? Because this was. This was a bunch of Bolsonaro supporters storming their Capitol building, breaking things, rioting, like mm-hmm. vandals, right? Mm-hmm. And what I want to know, is there going to be a January 8th committee? You know? Well, I mean, I, I think we need a, in we Brazil need a January or here? Yeah, Brazil. In Brazil. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, it's kind of looking like our lawmakers are just as distraught over that as this. I mean, Adam Schiff came out and said, uh, rioters attack government buildings in Brazil, supporting a strong man's bogus claims of election fraud. The yeah. the world will suffer the consequences of Trump's terrible example for years to come. Yeah, old dickhead always has something to say, doesn't he? He does. That guy's a turd. But dude, Brazil Brazil even had their own shaman. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. I mean, like they're trying to blueprint this thing are they did they look at january 6th they're like yeah that seems like a good idea let's do that here what is this <laughs> i mean the, the shaman but, guy got a lot of press so it's and not it shocking. is weird that like the face paint and everything is exactly the same yeah just the colors are different i know like yeah. the dots on the face and everything yeah yeah i mean of so, course i, I think that scripted yeah well here's the deal like whether it was uh scripted or not if this guy let's just say he's in here and he's like i'm gonna mimic this dude um, they're going to take full advantage of it. So whether oh, it's scripted yeah. or not, if they see him and they're like, "Oh, here it is," now we can actually say, you know, what I'm saying yep. that uh, they're yeah. they're you know Trump's to blame uh, for all this, and uh, that's like it's weird to me that in the world we live in right now, uh, and I'm not condoning this by any means. Like I I don't want to see violence um, if it doesn't have to be done. Yeah. Um, but it's just crazy that like. You know, this day and age, like, it's unaccepted that people are angry and that they can take it out. But now if this was BLM, no problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, no problem. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, if this was, like, a a cop shooting and this was going on, people would be like, it's justified. We can't stop them. We need to allow them to get their frustration out. All those those kind of quotes that we've heard in the past. But when it comes to government, like, do better fucking stop. Do better stop because – You know, and that's at what point do we just go mostly peaceful protests? It shouldn't get to this point, but it does. And that's the problem is like whether it's the government's fault, the people's fault, it gets here because people are not listening to the people. Yeah, that's all that they're caring about. They want to be hurt. So, you know, whatever happens, happens. But if they're not being listened to by the government, they're going to act out eventually. I mean, that's that's the thing. Well, the the wants and needs of a certain group of people are being neglected, and they yeah. are not liking it. Yeah. That's the whole that's the whole thing with e- both situations. Well, not, it's it's not just that because I mean the the BLM stuff that's all about race. That's like race riots. You know yeah. what I mean? This is about questioning your government and overthrowing your government, and they can't have that. So you need to make that look like the most treasonous act that one could ever do. 
is that if you if you have a government and you don't agree with it and it was fair and square and you can't prove it, then this is you're trying to overthrow a, a duly elected government. And so that's what they're trying to put out there. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know. I don't know Brazil's stance. I don't know their constitution, if they even have one. I don't know much about any of their government, to be completely honest with you. Um, so I don't know where or what they're allowed to do. Like in the yeah. States, we have written that there are times where, you know, if you get a tyrannical government, you can overthrow that government. You know what I'm saying? And so it's it's one of those situations like I don't know what their law is. I don't know what their rights are. Yeah. Um, and maybe. Well, and, and then obviously it's like the tyrannical government's not going to state that they're being tyrannical. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where it, it's like, you know, we need to have the proof to overthrow the tyranny. Yep. So if you're if you're saying, yes, they're tyrannical and you just go and try to overthrow them without providing enough evidence. Yeah. People are going to look at you like you're being tyrannical. Yeah, yourself. It's true. Yeah, it's absolutely true, and, and, and it's just it's unfair for a society, unfortunately. Um, because like, what do you do? Like, you just have to shut up and sit down. That's what they want you to do. Shut up and sit. Now, I'm not again. I'm not condoning it, but that's it is what it is, man. They're they're angry and they're going to do something. So, um, before we get rolling more, do you mind doing uh, my bookie real quick? Huh? huh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You guys do it. All right, man. 162 games of baseball a year can feel like a grind to watch, but you can put the excitement back into each and every game with my bookie. Run lines, money lines, props galore. Nobody gives you more opportunity to win than my bookie. Getting started is simple. Deposit $300, play with $200 instantly. Just use that promo code Drinking Bros to claim a my bookie deposit bonus. And so whether you're a diehard fan or newcomers to the sport, there's never been a better time to join the my bookie family. Go ahead and sign up today using that promo code Drinking Bros. To secure your first deposit bonus of up to $1,000 with MyBookie, whatever you put in, they'll meet you halfway, all the way up to $1,000. So bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. And guys, they're a sponsor of the show. We appreciate their, you know, helping the show out. So go give them some support. They're awesome. And it makes sports fun, dude. Yeah. It always does. I just need to do it more. That's the problem with it. I got to get into it Dude, I was going to say, I I bet on the uh, McCarthy vote happening on that night. We had full moon. You did? And it happened during the full moon. Uh, you know what I mean? At like just before 1 a.m. East Coast time, Yeah, he was voted in. Yeah. So yep, I'm just yep. saying. Come did, on Did now. you make a bet? Fuck it, the moon. Did you make a bet? Yeah, I'm a millionaire now, dude. Nice, my bro. Job today. Good for <laughs> you. <laughs> Clearly, that's some good odds right there, right? Yeah. <sighs> so, I don't know. What do you think about this McCarthy thing? Uh, I think it's going to be very interesting. Uh, uh, it's interesting the deal that was made, as, uh, as long as it's true. It, yeah, if it's true, is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, obviously there was details, but I mean, whether people actually uphold that deal or not is a different thing. Yeah, I mean, I just don't really. Yeah, care I was listening for to I was listening to Glenn Beck this morning, and I think it was either Chip Roy or someone was on there talking about the rules that they put in place. It might have been Scalise that was talking to him, but yeah. They were basically saying, like, no more omnibus bills. Every bill that is voted on has to be a single-item yeah. bill. Yeah. yeah. And then – so that's a big one, right? Because that's where they hide all the money and they, they do all the laundering and all that stuff. Yeah. And and they're they're basically forming these committees to look into the big C, look into China, look into Biden. But I don't know. Like, to Chris's point, it's like, okay, are you going to hold steady to what you say here? Because – 
I could definitely see them not holding steady and just making like holding up everything, holding up Congress and having all these investigations now into impeaching or whatever the word would be McCarthy to have him step down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's clearly sounded like he just wanted the position. And so if, if all that stuff is true, it sounds like he was willing to give up all his, uh, you know, stances just to have the name basically. And that's fine. I, I, what's up? what did Adam Schiff say in Twitter? Because Adam Schiff was freaking out about this, and he tweeted out something. Oh, yeah. Did you save it in here? Right yeah, here. bookmarked so, it on uh, Twitter. So it looks like Kevin McCarthy conceded all the power of his office to the crazies to finally get their votes. He had to give away the House to do it, and that was a sacrifice he was willing to make for the title. He will be a speaker in name only. Yeah. I mean that guy's a fucking nut job though, dude. Like I, I like I just never when he talks, I just <laughs> it's one ear and out the other for me. That guy's weird. Exactly. So I mean he's always upset about something and he just needs to get laid. I mean, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> he, just needs to get laid. he just needs to Maybe. get laid. Some people are just so uptight. Like you just know that they're not fucking. And so they're just like they're just strong, <laughs> real tight, bro. That's sex it's that sexual tension, you know? Yeah. yeah. Man. Um, you can I, see in his eyes. His eyes are bulging because he's like he has oh, such blue. Oh, he has blue eyes. <laughs> yeah, not blue balls. I mean, the whole process was, you know, obviously it got to a point where it's just like, uh, you know, I, I I'm cool with having things work out, and that's the way it works, right? If you don't have enough votes, you don't have enough votes, and that's part of the, you know, you have to negotiate to get them. I mean, unfortunately for them, they didn't have quite the uh, majority that they wanted yeah. which allowed this situation allowed five people to really dictate or you know more i mean there was points where it was 18 but it allowed a small group of people to have some say and there's some positive yeah. to that to an extent whether yeah. you agree with them or not doesn't matter but there's some positive to having uh you know some people want their demands met as well um and we did see people i mean shit they were like I mean, that one dude was trying to attack Gates at one mm-hmm. point. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, because yeah, it ended up being like the 14th round. Yeah. Uh, Gates was like the one keeping him from being speaker. So yeah. they, there was like a little confrontation, if you know. Yeah, yeah. Dan Crenshaw, the one I willy, man, he was raging. He was punching walls, something shit. He had bloody knuckles and shit. Yeah. I, I, I was just watching well, there him. Was, that one guy got fish hooked. Right? Didn't oh, yeah. oh yeah! Like get back here, get back here, Charlie, yeah. and they like cut his mouth. Yeah, pulled. it was yeah. Uh, Representative oh. Hudson uh, pulls Representative Rogers. Yeah, as he confronts Matt Gates. Yeah, it's like that kind of stuff is like buffoonery to me. Like you're, you know, there's no fucking reason for it, and I get people are uptight and angry and shit. And I mean, you know, I don't know. I guess there's a point where. You know, people are angry. I guess I, the emotions angry, were high. Like uh, t- going after somebody a little bit, even though it was hardly uh, an attack. I would say, like that was the most. Yeah, chest the restraint puff, was a you know. little too much. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, you it was, didn't have to restrain him like that. You should have let him go uh, and just let him go at exactly. it and see what see what happens. Let's just make this as British as possible, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, let's dude, just, someone throw a shoe. Rah, 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 rah. Like everybody just uh, <laughs> barks and shit. But no, it was. Like, I get it, man. Like it was a circus show. Um, I'm not saying I don't like that they went through this, but uh, yeah, McCarthy to me is is really just at this point. What are you? <laughs> you know, like you're the speaker of the yeah, house, but what apparently, are you? apparently one of the deals that was made was that at any time, if the speaker goes against mm-hmm. what was agreed upon, any congressperson can vote to like remove him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. Um, 
which again, I mean, to to Schiff's point, that kind of ties his hands, man. He's got to do what he said he's got to do, which is if he said it, he should be doing it anyways. Uh, but it's just, yeah. I mean, people are all over the place, man. They're divided all over the place. You know, it is what it is. This government is. Are you shocked by the fact that it's uh, messy <laughs> like this? Well, I mean, and well, that in itself, that deal in itself, is going to make things interesting to watch how everything unfolds in the future. Yeah. Whether people are going to actually uh, uphold the deals they made, and then all, and then once again, all the things that the the RNC con- Congress has already said that is going to happen when it comes to investigations. I mean, at this point, those kind of have to go through. Yeah, it's like just he, a matter of like how, how serious are you yeah. going to take it? That's what it's going to. I mean, you can put it through, but where it goes is going to be up to everybody. Yeah, and so, I mean, again, we'll see. We'll see. I just I have such little confidence, bro. I seriously do. Well, like, exactly. And then what have we seen? Like these House committees or like these trials that they have or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah. All they are are just public or publicity events. You know, they're stunts. It's just let's get people in front of a camera. Let's tell like a sob story or like some dramatic story about ketchup being thrown on the wall. Yeah. And then everybody will freak out and there's some articles and then it makes Trump look bad. Yeah. The end. I don't know, man. Do you think uh, no, you, no, since, no one gets arrested? You think that you brought ketchup? Do you think Dan Crenshaw put a little ketchup on his knuckles and be like, "Yeah, I'm fucking badass, bro"? <laughs> fucking punch, oh, he punching did, walls. Dude. <laughs> I was he just, didn't really punch anything. He just like messily ate a hot dog or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just ketchup. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was watching him though, like in the background. You can see him in some of the videos that we saved and stuff. And he's back there, like just you can see his head, and he just he just had this like rage to him dude like, he was just like in the moment uh, i just i don't care for that guy at all to be honest with you i'm not a fan of him at all but uh no i mean listen uh frustrations were high people were starting to get annoyed and, and that's you know it should be well and my thing is like too bad you, you get paid to do this shit like if you're mad that you got to be in here for five days like tough shit dude yeah you know like it's part of the process like whether you like it or not it's part of the process so uh so we're at the point where he's in now we just see what happens going forward. I, there's not much else to say about it, in my opinion. Well, I mean, everyone's just so used to playing follow the leader. Yeah, that, a little bit. That there was never any pushback on on what was voted on. It was everyone for one thing, everyone else for the other, and it was whoever had the majority was going to win. Yeah. Yeah, you see those uh, where they were, like, ad-libbing the voices? That stuff was pretty good. Too. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's entertaining, but, you know, some, some people – I get it. They don't want that kind of like, they just want things to run smoothly. They don't want to be concerned with it. And to a lot of people, it was like, this is frustrating and annoying. And uh, why can't they get their shit together? But again, like, you know, the government's messy and uh, it should be messy. You got a ton of people all trying to have their say in shit. Well, and how many times has it been said that this is the first time there's been actual debate on the floor of the house? Uh, first in, time in a while. In a while. Yeah. I mean, people are actually in there having having discussions and multiple um, representatives were saying that yeah. they were just saying, hey, at least we're all in here. And whether it's uh, ugly or not, it's it's an actual discussion. And I, I, I couldn't agree more. Like, it's it's good to see people doing their job. They get paid a nice little uh, salary to do this. So I'd rather see them in there than on vacation. Uh, but, you oh, know, yeah. Yeah. Um, did you get a chance to uh, I haven't really got a chance, but did you watch the Prince Harry thing? The 60 minute? interview? No. Yes, no, but you were talking about this. This sounds very interesting. Well, I just I found this article this morning from New York Post, and it says Prince Harry, royal family is, quote, death cult. Windsor Castle is a, quote, <laughs> tomb. He calls the castle a tomb, bro. Uh, and it was, I haven't got a chance to watch the whole thing, and I, I plan on doing so. 
uh, because obviously I, I don't really care. I got to be honest with you. Like even their Netflix thing, I watched some of it with my wife and uh, they were kind of painting the picture of like, oh, they're just this all, you know, cute little family. And, you know, they're dealing with the trauma of the, the you know, the royal family and what burdens have come from that. And it's all fine. And obviously, uh, you know, she's a good looking gal and he's charming and all this other shit. Uh, so it's like, you know, my wife enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting, but the 60 minutes one apparently is a little more, even more in depth on certain things. Mm. And then he had the book deal, uh, the book situation where that got leaked last week, I believe it was. And there were some things in that, that people were really talking about. And, uh, his, so now, this is just a sit down conversation with Harry. And yeah. They interview him and then he spills the beans on a bunch of shit that no one gives a fuck about. I mean, yeah. Is that what this is? I believe so. Yeah. Um, so it says here, Prince uh, Prince Harry's new bombshell memoir is turning out to be quite the grave affair for the royal family. The Duke of Sussex, Ooh. 38, wrote many shocking anecdotes about his life as a spare heir to the British throne. Did I say that right? Spare heir. Heir. I said hair. God damn. <laughs> hey, spare hair. Well, they're all losing their hair. I will say that. Spare they're balding hair. rapidly, uh, all of them, which is, I can't say much. I'm balding too. But uh, while as much hyped, highly guarded tell all isn't set to be officially released until Jan- January 10th, early copies were uh, spectacularly leaked in Spain last week. Uh, while looking back at the memories of time with his inst- uh, estranged brother, Prince William, and that's the other thing last week was he was saying William. They actually got into a fist fight, basically, an altercation. Mm. And also that uh, William was the one that you know, coerced him to wear the Nazi outfit back in the day that he got so much yeah. flack. Oh, yeah. So that was actually his brother's yep. idea to him. He says that's the case. So it says, quote, <laughs> I saw that even our finest hey, moments, my best memories. Put, put the Nazi on. Oh, <laughs> put the Nazi on. Come on, Harry. You could do it. Come on. What, are you a chicken? Come on. Are it'll be, it'll be fun. It wasn't, obviously. Oh. That was not a good... Uh, this is a quote right here from him. It says, I saw that even our finest moments and my best memories somehow involved death. The Invictus Game, uh, Games founder penned. Our lives were built on death, our brightest days shadowed by it. Looking back, it, I didn't see spots of time, but dances with death. Maybe we were a death cult. That's what he said specifically. Wow. So, I would say, can you please elaborate on that, Harry? Like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know. Dancing with dead people? <laughs> well, I mean, it could just be a way of wording shit, you know? Like, well, absolutely. Those but British got saying, funny like, ways on, of dude, saying what? stuff. Well, yeah, when you've got people who are, like, conspiratorial, right, obviously they are going to look at that very differently. So, you know, how you say things does have, uh, you know, there's an audience that's going to take that and grasp onto it. Especially but, when they... But he says some crazy shit. Like, right here he says, uh, Harry also described how Windsor Castle, one of the firm's royal residencies in England, is a tomb, the walls filled with ancestors. The yeah. Tower of London, Harry explained, is, quote, held together with the blood of animals. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre, dude. What? Dude, yeah. so, hey, so listen to this. So Chris and I did a little... Um, strange sauna with like we talked about putin and the occult yeah Mm -hmm. and he was into like these animal sacrifices and using deer's blood or antler blood yeah for like boner boner pills and stuff Mm. and i'm just saying there's something about killing animals and doing shit with their body parts and their blood i don't know what's going on over there Hmm. yeah europe i mean that's some very out there stuff to say from a, a man in his position yeah 
Yeah, he uh, they, like I said, he had a sixty minute thing here, and then he says the uh, the father too claimed he hasn't spoken to William and Charles in quote a while. Harry then admitted that he currently does not have contact with either men, and the last time they talked together was not recently. That was the quote he had said. So he's looking forward uh, to reconciling with the monarch and the Duke of Cambridge. So, oh, dude, what if uh, what if they look at humans like peasants as animals? And so, like, the blood of our castle was built and, like, you know what I mean? Interfered <laughs> with the blood of these animals, these uh, peasants that are working on our property. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, sure. You know, why not? Or they're just... Because what else, what else would it mean? Well, I mean, it's just like, you know, sometimes, like, you know, that proper language and it's kind of like this old vibe, you know, like the tower was made with the blood of animals. Like what? Okay. Like what is this shit? Are you are you, are you making a poem? You just made that up. Yeah, oh, yeah but yeah, I did. But it's weird, right? I mean, it's just the language that he's using is odd. I, it doesn't mean. But nobody, like, no, nobody would talk like that under normal circumstances. Oh, he's. But do you really think that he's under normal circumstances and ever has been? Like he hasn't been. No. Yeah. And that's why I think that they refer to people as like normal people as animals. Because well, they think that they're so much better than people. They're like, oh, who is this animal? Get him out of my sight. Uh, and then they go shove him into a wall. And then they uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. build build around him. And they add another room to the castle. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I mean, maybe, dude. I don't, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't I don't go into that much, but I mean, sure. Like, they're, like I don't, the family's fucking weird. It, didn't they do that for the Great Wall of China? Like, the people that were working on the Great Wall of China, they kill them and shove them in the wall? Well, I think if they died, they just... Well, they just left them there, They yeah. just kept them in there. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, don't think they were purposely shoving people into maybe. it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, yeah, there, there's, a, like, all that kind of stuff has some dark history to it, I'm sure, and I, who knows what really happened. I mean, shit, how long ago was that? You think there's any true <laughs> records of it? Uh, but no, I think when people died building it, they were just kept right there, like, yeah. entombed in the old wall, you know what I'm saying? Uh, who knows? It was how I mean they probably had no family. These people were probably just slaves in some form, and they were just like, "Nah, fuck it. What are we gonna go bury them somewhere? Like just keep them here, <laughs> put some rocks around them, call it good, you know?" <laughs> yeah, we could use them for structural support. <laughs> God. No, I'm I'm gonna watch this though. This the 60 minutes thing. It seems interesting, and I'd yeah. like to actually hear this in context to the rest of the conversation. Like what he said around it. Yeah, because one of the problems I always have with all this shit is is fascinating and fun and all those things that we say it could be or is. Uh, like it's generally can be taken out of context. Uh, so when you're pulling a oh, one liner yeah. out about, you know, blood being, you know, blah, 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 or the death cult, what's the befores and after that somebody's saying that makes it make sense more mm. that they just decided to leave out and just make him sound like he's crazy. Cause when you just hear like the headline, the Royal family is a death cult. Yeah. Cause like that's immediately triggers you in all kinds of ways. Yeah. Cause it's weird that he says that, but then at the end of this article, he also says, yeah, he's he's uh really looking forward to having uh that family element back. Yeah. He went on to I look forward to having a relationship with my brother. I look forward to having a relationship with my father and other members of the family. Yeah. So if you really thought your your family was like this death cult who builds everything off of uh the blood of the peasants, uh then you probably wouldn't want to be involved, especially when you got kids and shit now. Uh Well, but- maybe he misses that. Maybe that's the shit that he really likes to do. And they're like, hey, we got to yeah. lay low on this peasant killing here, Harry. And he's like, no, yeah. no. More peasant killing. Yeah. We need you an know, addition. He's demanding more. 
So I, I mean, know, maybe to that's me, it's thing. it's weird that the past. I mean, he's really so much spotlight's been on him over the past couple of weeks, especially, but months, even yeah. past year. Uh, and it, it it's you know, part of you is like, is this a grab? Because now they're living in like what California. And they're having their life now in California, I think, is where they're at, if I'm not mistaken, from the Netflix. I'm not sure. uh, but it's kind of like, are you trying to stay relevant? Like, are you making these claims because it's juicy? Um, are you backing away because, obviously, Prince Andrew had his downfall and people were starting to question things that were going on? And so you're just, like, trying to distance yourself because you don't want to be represented in the same group? Or maybe he, maybe he's uh, expecting them to go down and he's just going to take over the kingdom when... Or maybe, I mean, the reality is is he married an American woman who's uh, a mixed-race woman, and maybe because the royal family are piles of shit in general that they actually were not happy about it. Probably, uh, you know, yeah. if you look at, like, you know, Diana and all the stuff, like, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a club you have to join, bro. And even some of the stuff in the Netflix documentary, like what she had to do, and she was like, you know, and again, I believe what you want, but... She had to, you know, wave a certain way and eat a certain way and act a certain way, and that's stuff that she's never been accustomed to. So there's a, there's a ritual and a and a kind of a way of life, and if you're not in it, you're not in it. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it well, was. Well, not only that, but there's there's like a precedence to exposing the royal family, mm-hmm. and typically the people that try to do that end up dead. And so I think that Harry is just. I think you're right. I think this is just a grab. This is like something that's agreed upon. They're just like throwing it out there as a distraction because you were right about like what's going on with Andrew, because Mm -hmm. that is the more juicy story here. You know, honestly, when it comes to the Royal family, it's like Andrew being caught up with the Epstein stuff. Yeah. And this, this hairy story kind of detracts that attention. Yeah. But at the same time, if you watch that, uh, and again, I only watch pieces. So I like, I'm probably out of context a little bit here. But if you watch the documentary on Netflix with them where they're talking about it and they were talking about the royal family and how they're not the actual government. And in order for them to actually be productive and actually have some power is like they need us. They need so many of the citizens to actually believe in them still. Mm-hmm. And so it gets to a point where their approval rating has always generally been like, I don't know, 70, 80 percent, whatever it was. And it's it's creeped down a little bit. And so, obviously, when shit like uh, the Prince Andrew stuff comes out and there's some ties there and it's very it's very bad-looking, they immediately kick him out of the family because if people start questioning them more, they start losing power a little bit. Yeah. And so the one thing is, is you could say, uh, and I'm this is not my avenue, bro. Uh, stuff in the UK and all that crap, British, is, I don't know much about it. But the truth is, is that if you say that he's just doing this to, like, for whatever reason, it's just a money grab, if it's damaging the royal family, if he's saying that it's like a death call built by blood and blah, 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 like it's that's not a good look for anybody. And so it's still damaging <laughs> yeah. the royal family to some extent because then people are going like, man, they're as weird as I thought they were. And that's not – that the royal family still doesn't want that. They want to be looked at as For sure, saviors. but it's not as bad as what, you know, Andrew was being accused of, right? Oh, like his is the stuff. worst. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's not it's, – it's still bad. It's mm-hmm. still like, ooh, what's going on? It's gossipy. But it's not that bad, you know, yeah. compared to Andrew. No, I think at the end of the day, it's like Andrew was a, it was a big one. Uh, but this is the kind of stuff that keeps fuel on the fire enough that it's in the news still. And Andrew's still relevant because people are looking at the family and they're well, looking I at think the shit. Regardless, I think just anyone from the royal family 
it keeps the royal family in the spotlight. So that's true. E- even if like they're trying to distract away from Andrew, if that is a thing, just Harry being in the news, people are going to look at, at all the royal family, not just one of them. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine they're happy. I, I really can't imagine they're happy about this, especially the queen's gone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So now there's like obviously there's some new power and some new structure, if you will, good or bad. And so then he's coming out and he does this Netflix series. He's doing the 60-minute interview. There's a book that came out and was leaked and has all this juicy info. Uh, Prince, uh, was it the, the other dude? Uh, he's not looking great, right? There's some yeah. rifting between brothers, which let's be real, brothers fight, dude. Like, I'm not shocked that there was a fist fight. Me and my brother got into it pretty good, too. Uh, but at the same time, like the whole Nazi suit thing, that it was their idea to do it, it just seems like there's, like, manipulation, and it's all juicy. People love that well, shit. Well, and the Nazi suit thing could be just his older brother fucking with you. Yeah, like, but man, damn, this bro. Will, this would be a good idea. Come he was on. like, he was old and like he was old enough. Like I'm he not. He was. I mean, there's no excuse. Like he knew exactly. He they may have said like it's a good idea, but he ultimately <laughs> said, yeah, it is, bro. So I mean, I don't <laughs> like. Yeah, there's to yeah. me, it's like neither one's great. Like whether he said to do it, he still did it. So yeah, and that's not a great look. Uh, there's that. That's just a small stupid detail. That is just weird. Why would he, why would he even bring that up? Like my brother told me to do it. You well, know, like, that's such a weasel move. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but if you think about it, if you think about Prince Harry and you think about like that period of time years ago where he was in that phase of uh, drinking a lot and, and partying a lot and then, the, and then the Nazi suit came out and there was just that moment of a couple of years there where things were really in a lot of turmoil with him. Like mm-hmm. he was trying to figure, I'm sure, there, listen, you're a royal family. Like it's not shocking you go out and become a drunk for a couple of years. You know, you're partying it up. You, you have women around. You have money to spend. Um, so I think he's tr- that was a bad point in his life, if you will. And I think he was trying to maybe ease that up a little bit. But at this point, like, who remembers that? The average person's not thinking about his Nazi suit. So he kind of re he brought that back up for people to remember. Yeah. Um, and obviously it's worse now than a couple years back. I mean, just with cultural changes, it's even worse now that it's being brought up than it was five years ago or ten years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, I I just think that they're using like the family is using Harry as a big distraction thing from what they're really doing. You know what I mean? It just seems like what's if Harry if they didn't want this stuff out, I don't think Harry would be alive. That's just my take on it because, you know, there's a lot of stuff that Harry probably knows that they do that I'm sure that they don't want Harry to talk about. You, you so think so? Like, why you think so, though? I mean, you're talking about if you look at the royal family right now uh, and just, like, who's the most well-known right now? It's Prince Harry, dude. I mean, it wasn't always him, right? Mm-hmm. There was other things that were going on. Uh, but he is the most – if he was just – if something was to happen, like, that would be, like – that would be a terrible look, especially when you have a book coming out, yeah. you do these things, and then all of a sudden there's some plane wreck. You know, like, people would be like, come on. Yeah, right. Like, we know exactly – like, it would be a bad move. I think it would be a real bad move on their part to do something mm. like that. And they moved to, they moved to the States, bro. They're just like fucking getting the Maybe he's keeping out. himself in the public eye on purpose. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm going to have to watch it, though. I yeah, mean, there's no I'll, doubt I'll, I'll have to watch, watch it. it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't really – I don't like diving in the gossip all that much, but eh, it's worth seeing. Yeah. I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably end it and go – no, nah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> not that juicy. I, 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 guarantee, I guarantee you'll end it and be like, yeah, not impressed. Well, I mean, I will say I will say this. Their, their series between the two I thought was actually much better than I thought it would be. Uh, it was 
there was definitely an agenda to it. I felt like they were trying to paint them as kind of this, like, you know, they're not, he's not, but all American family with kids and they were in a bad situation and he loves his wife. And there was this, you know, race issue with her and the Royal family and the British, like, you know, how they looked at her differently and he was fighting for her. And it was just kind of this, you know, this thing where they were just trying to make it like it's everybody's against them Mm -hmm. and they're just trying to live their best life. And they're all about conservation and the environment. And we just want women's health rights. And, you know, there was a point where it's like, yeah, obviously I can tell you, I liked her more watching it, but it's, she's an actress, bro. You know, like she, her job is to make me like her. Uh, so, and she's beautiful. I mean, that helps her a lot. She's obviously a gorgeous, uh, and you know, he's a handsome guy and they have, you know, cute kids and shit. And so, yeah, I mean, people are going to watch and be like, Oh, Prince Harry and Megan, they're so cute. Like I just, uh, you know, and so they, they, I sure they won people over with their shit. Now at the end of the day, you know, he's part of the system as well, you know, to some extent. And he, I don't know how much they profit anymore off of the family. Yeah, uh, no. If they're kind of just on their own. I'm not sure. I, I doubt much anymore. I think but they were cut off there for a little while. I think they still are. I, I'm pretty sure they still are. Uh, but maybe that's a good thing. Like, who really wants to be a part of that anymore? You know what I mean? They do. Dude, I mean, Harry Harry and uh, Megan, they're all a part of, like, the the global climate change oh, for initiative. Sure. Like, yeah. they're getting money from that shit, dude. Oh, for sure. And that's a lot of their shit. Is, still, that's their money, still I think. That. Yeah, I agree with you on that yep. 100%. There is an agenda there, for sure. So, again, with a show like that, it's like a lot of it is just selling themselves and getting favorability out of the public. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're not yeah. the bad guys. And I don't think that they're – I'm not saying they're terrible people by any means. I'm just saying they're definitely painting themselves out like we're not the ones that were problematic here. Uh, I just fell in love well, with this beautiful yeah. actress. You know, you know, you know who the terrible person is me because I'm gonna have to let you guys go. I got. Oh, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, here. we're gonna end the yeah. show. We're 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 wrapping up here. It's been an hour, uh, and I know you got to get to work. So you bouncing? I got to bounce, you guys. All, All right, right. we'll talk to you tomorrow, dude. You take care, bud. All right, all right. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. All right. Bye. So yeah, this, as far as some more, I mean, there's some stuff that's coming out. Biden actually, uh, he visited the the border. He did. Finally, uh, we don't need to get into how, I want to actually have more discussion about it tomorrow, but it's been what? How long? Too long. Two years. <laughs> but Abbott came out and gave him a little note, you know, hand delivered, mm. saying uh, it's a little, a little too late, buddy. You know what I'm saying? You're two years <laughs> too late, and uh, I guess there's money. But yeah, I mean, 20, what's to say, uh, Greg Abbott, hand delivered a letter to President Biden today during his first visit to the border. His trip is $20 billion too little and two years too late. I'm calling on Biden to do his constitutional duty to protect our nation. And then there's obviously a list. And we'll go into that tomorrow a little bit more uh, and see, you know, what's happening. But interesting day, man. That that one that we talked about right in the beginning, the school shooting thing, the six-year-old, that's, I mean, it's sad. It's, yeah. it's really, really sad. And also brings up some great questions about how do you handle a situation with a six-year-old and uh, are the penalties that the parents face, are they not enough? If that is, if it's just a misdemeanor, I think people are going to throw their arms up and they're going to be raging, and then it's going to oh, bring yeah, out bro. a whole debate on gun law again. Here we yep. go. Yeah, so. it's going to it's going to spark a fire again. That's exactly what it's going to do. Absolutely, guys. Uh, we appreciate you hang, hanging and watching the show with us. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you have not yet. Leave a comment. Let us yeah. know what you think. Also, part of my reaction was going to have a video out today. Super great song. Uh, get over there and follow that. If you guys haven't, do it. It's a great channel. It's a lot of fun. Chris, always a pleasure. Yep. Thank you, guys. You guys take care of yourselves.